Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy is doing good. Check it out, family. We're back into the series, The Price of the Anointing, Part 5, The Assignment. Guess what? Now, we're talking about Joseph. We're still in Genesis. Uh, we're going to be in Genesis chapter 42, and we're going to be looking at the price of the anointing. I want to tell you this today. I hope that you're having a blessed day because I'm having a blessed day. I'm asking God to bless you, whatever circumstances going on in your world, that he will come in and invade your life and that he would take over. Let me tell you something. All things are possible to him that believe it. Check it out. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe he's a water of those that do to seek him. So let me tell you something. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. God loves you with an everlasting love. I want you to hang in there. I want you to fight the good fight of faith. I want you to trust in the name of Jesus because there's victory and power in that name. Did you hear that? That's victory and power in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. Jesus paid the price for you and me. Did you hear that? He laid down his life for us. Boy, you know, uh, like I said uh, last Sunday, uh, two, we was we were celebrating Resurrection Sunday, two Sundays ago. And I look at where we at right now. We walking in victory. We got life and we got life and more abundantly. Like I said, we're going to be in Genesis chapter 42 and we're going to be looking at Joseph again. I'm excited to talk to you about this because guess what? I know some people right now who believe and they know that God has given them a purpose and a destiny and they don't see how it's going to happen. They feel like it ain't going to happen. It feels like everything that they ever thought that was going to happen wasn't going to happen. All they feel is failure. But let me tell you something. Only way you know success is through failure. Check it out. Joseph, he had dreams. And guess what? Those dreams turned out like there's going to be some failure. But guess what? God had gave him the victory like he's going to give you and me today. And let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for the day. We just glorify you and magnify you. We praise you. We adore you for all the goodness that you do and all the wonderful things that you are doing for us and we just celebrate you in the mighty name of your son jesus christ we pray man like i said we're gonna be in genesis 42 we're gonna be looking at the salmon because guess what now god has elevated joseph and he have elevated joseph for a purpose let's find out what the purpose was because guess what god has a purpose and a destiny for you and we're going to see what happened to uh with joseph check it out verse 42 chapter 42 verse 1 it says this when Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, Jacob said to his sons, why do you look at one another? And he say, indeed, I've heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down to the place and buy for us there that we may live and not die. See, the salmon, Jacob, it starts out, then start out with with Joseph in, in verse the first one in, in chapter 42, it started out that guess what? That there was a problem for Jacob. Now remember, Jacob is one of the partitioners, him, Abraham, and Isaac. Now, did you see that? Check out what you see it. When Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, Jacob said to his sons, Why do you look at one another? And he said, Indeed, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down to the place and buy for us there that we may live and not die. Purpose, destiny. See, Joseph had a salmon. 
not just to feed his family, but to feed the world. God was going to use him to be instrumental in the Pharaoh's life and also the saving of his family's life. Did you hear that? But guess what? The price of anointing comes with a price because guess what? As we continue in this series, we, we're going to find out that Joseph Brooks, they, uh, they, they really couldn't trust him because of what they'd done to him. So as we go through Joseph's life, we're going to see that they always struggle with what they had done. But that's just repentance. That's just being sorry. But guess what? Joseph walked in love. Let me tell you something. If Romans says when you walk in love, you fulfill the law. Joseph had no place of vengeance in his heart. He was being used by God. He didn't have to try to vindicate himself because God had already vindicated him before his brothers. Understand this. People will see what God is doing for you. Did you hear that? And they know it's God. People will know that it's God because they're going to see the evidence of what God is doing in your life. Check out verse 3. So Joseph's 10 brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt. But Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brother, for he said, least some calamity befalls him. And the son of Israel went to buy grain among those who journey, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. And as you can see, guess what? We know that what happens that the dream that the Pharaoh had, the Pharaoh came to reality that there was going to be a famine in the land. And Joseph and God proved to be right. So now here's the situation where Joseph brothers, they had to go down there. Benjamin is not going to go. That's Joseph's younger brother. And no one knows what happened to Joseph. They ain't saw Joseph in over a decade, but they didn't know that God was working with Joseph as he's working with you right now. Check it out. Now, Joseph was a governor over the land, and it was he who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him with their face to the earth. Dream fulfillment. See the fulfillment? You see the promise coming to pass. Let's go back to verse 6. I'm not going to be long because I don't want to spoil it all for you in one day. Check it out. Now, Joseph was governor over the land. Promotion. God promoted him, elevated him. And it was he who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him with their face to the earth. Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them, but he acted. Did you hear that? He acted strange to them and spoke roughly to them. Then he said to them, where do you come from? Understand this. They don't know it's Joseph. They don't know it's their brother. Because guess what? They hadn't saw him in a while. But guess what's getting ready to happen? God is about to show them what mercy and grace is like. Because Joseph was trusting in God. He didn't seek no vengeance. He didn't say, oh, I got him for what they've done for me. He's going to love them because guess what? In the midst of him being a slave, being in prison, God was working on him, humbling him. God showed him mercy 
all the way through his journey. Did you hear that? God showed him mercy and grace all through his journey. This is why Joseph is able not to want to seek vengeance on his brothers and not harm them for what they've done. He was just trusting in the power of God. Check it out. And here we go. He says, where do you come from? And they said, from the land of Canaan to buy food. So jo Joseph recognized his brothers, but did not. But they did not recognize him. Then Joseph remembered the dream which he had dreamed about them and said to them, you are spies. Did you hear that? When they bowed, it instantly brought back the dream that he had when he was 17 years old. And God had fulfilled it right there in that moment. You have come to see the nakedness of the land. This is what he declared to them. And they said to him, no, my Lord. But your servants have come to buy food. We are all one man's sons. We are honest men. Did you hear that? That meant that change had came. Change had came through those years that they had sold Joseph. They lived with regret, agony. Lived with the shame of what they did to their brother. Lying to their father. But God is going to show grace and mercy, just like he's going to show grace and mercy into your life. Don't worry about those who hurt you. Trust God. God is working on you and he's working on them. Check it out. And they said to him, no, my Lord, but your servants have come to buy food. We are all one man's sons. We are honest men. Your servants are not spies. But he said to them, no. Well, he acting good. Joseph acting good. But you have come to see the nakedness of the land. But he said to them, no. But you have come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said, your servants are 12 brothers, the son of one man in the land of Canaan. In fact, the youngest is with the father and one is no more. Let me tell you something. You know what Joseph said right then? They talking about me. Boy, let me tell you something. Did you hear that? That confession that one is no more. They talking about Joseph. They don't know what happened to him. They know what they did. They live with regret and remorse all their life. Even after their father passed, they live with remorse. Check it out. But Joseph said to them, it is as I spoke to you saying you are spies. In the manner you should be tested. Or let me tell you something. By the life of the Pharaoh, you should not leave this place unless your younger brother comes here. Now, God is going to show him just how much his brothers had went through agony and defeat. Did you hear that? God is going to show up for him. Oh, I got to get up on out of here. Well, I'm coming back, Lord. I want you to. I want you to be encouraged. Understand this: God can use you. God can take whatever circumstances, situations in your life. He can turn them around. Because I'm, I'm stopping right there. I want. I want to set you on edge of your seat. Because let me tell you something: trust God. Don't worry about the namesayers. Don't worry about if it's going to happen. Believe God, because God can make it happen. So let's close in prayer. 
Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I ask you to bless your people all around the world today, Father, as they see you in your totality of the great sacrifice of the cross, what you did for us and how you gave us life and life more abundantly. We glorify you and we magnify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Boy, be prepared. But I'm coming back. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back later on today. I'm going, I'm going to finish up this thing. I just want to let you know about, hey, the price of anointing. God keeps his promises to you and me. Have a blessed day. Love you. Can't wait to talk to you again.